In his first episode, pathologist Dr. Fowler discussed what pathology is and its role in patient diagnosis and care. Well, he's back for more on pathology and a look into the future and advancements in pathology. Welcome to Wise and Well, presented by Community Memorial Healthcare. I'm your host, Maggie McKay. Dr. Fowler, you've contributed to medical school pathology labs and workshops. What are the most important points you instill in young pathology students? So three interrelated and very general, but I feel very powerful pieces of advice that have been shared with me over the years that I like to share with any medical trainee, be they in pathology or any other medical specialty. The first one is context is very important. And as a diagnostician, you need to correlate all your available information that you have. To ignore the patient's history, be it their history of present illness, their clinical findings, laboratory findings, and radiologic or imaging studies, you do so at your own peril because you're going to miss things, leave things out, or go down the wrong diagnostic course if you don't incorporate all available information to you. Another thing I like to share is that, and this is kind of a tongue twister, that common things are common and uncommon presentations of common things are still more common than uncommon things. And really what I mean by that is that as they teach in medical school, if you hear hoofbeats, think horses, not zebras. We've all watched House and other TV medical series where, you know, it seems like their daily practice is making that one in a million diagnosis. And that's just so far from reality. It's common things are common. It's likely to be a common thing until proven otherwise. And lastly, third piece of advice is for any practitioner in medicine to really develop an algorithmic approach to diagnostic medicine with flexible parameters because disease and pathology does not always read the book word for word. But having this algorithmic approach really helps keep an expansive and open differential diagnosis and helps to minimize errors and forgetting things. And what are some of the most exciting or promising areas of advancement in pathology that have the potential to positively impact patient care in the coming years? What's the future look like? The future of medicine is bright, and it is going to be so exciting to see how things continue to progress in the next few years. I'm really excited to see what advancements we will make in our understanding of disease and targetable treatments in connection with the rapidly growing field in progress in molecular biology, especially pertaining to DNA sequencing and informatics and the potential or power that this has for further personalizing and tailoring individual patient treatment. So this is really exciting because the more we're able to understand cancer, which is not just one disease, but each type of cancer is different and understanding what mutations these cancers carry that will then open up the way for more targeted therapies. We've also seen significant advances in tumor treatment over just recent years with checkpoint inhibitors like PD-1 inhibitors, which really utilizes the body's own immune system to fight cancer. 
cancer can be very tricky. And so it can express markers that help it hide from or evade the host immune system. But drugs of this nature help unmask the cancer so that the body's own immune system can fight against it. And I have seen such promise with this patients who have been diagnosed with illness that years prior to this therapy would have had a very short life expectancy who have lived years because of this promising new therapy that's been used. So I look forward to continued advancements and strides moving forward in this field. As a cytopathologist, I spend a fair amount of time screening for cervical cancer in pap specimens from well woman exams. And I find this very gratifying in that you identify dysplasia, which you can think of as being cells going bad, but before they get to cancer. And this can be treated and the patient cured before cancer ever forms. And so that's very gratifying to say this patient was screened, we caught it before it went to cancer, they've been treated, and they are cured. That is wonderful. So the HPV vaccine recommendations really came out around 2006 or so. I remember it was still really gaining traction while I was in medical school back in 2013. But these were the vaccines for HPV which is the main cause of cervical cancer, have really been gaining ground. And so far, the CDC reports very favorable data for the effectiveness of these vaccines with HPV cancers and genital warts dropping 88% among teen girls and 81% among young adult women. So as this generation that have been vaccinated, as we're able to continue to gather more data, I really see this having a promising effect on reducing the prevalence of HPV-associated cervical cancers with their associated morbidity and mortality. So again, the future of medicine, as I see it, is very bright, and there are many things amongst those I've been able to talk about, but so many more that are really going to be interesting to watch and just exciting moving forward here into the future. Thank you so much for sharing your expertise about pathology. It's very encouraging, all the things you see in the future and what's going on just right now compared to maybe 10 years ago and all that's involved for the patient when it comes to pathology. We appreciate your time. Thank you for having me. Again, that's Dr. Mark Fowler. If you'd like to find out more, please visit mycmh.org slash findadoctor slash mark-fowler-md. If you found this podcast helpful, please share it on your social channels and check out our entire podcast library for topics of interest to you. This is Wise and Well, presented by Community Memorial Healthcare. Thank you for listening.